Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. Sometimes it takes a really long time for things to happen the way we want them to happen, if at all. Sometimes it takes so long that we forget what we wanted or we change our mind or we just decide that it's just not going to happen. And when we finally let it go, sometimes it shows up. And that's what we're going to talk about this week on The Rutledge Perspective. And I just have to say, there was so much that happened in this last week that I'm going to do my best to be focused. But it, it, it was just big. Just a lot of stuff kind of came together and that I want to share and get you guys to think about too. So, you know, where it started was um, this whole idea of, of surrendering. You know, I've told you guys my word for 2021 was surrender. And it has probably been the hardest year and the hardest effort ever is surrendering. Because patience is not my superpower and I have control issues, but I know that I'm very self-aware. And so that surrender word, which really did speak to me, I mean, there, I heard it very clearly has been very difficult to stay surrendering to the flow, to just be in flow, to know that there's very little that's in our own control. And all we can do is control our response to things and our activity and our action. Well, this weekend, as I drove up to my house at some point, you know, and I've been talking to you guys about this whole gardening thing, which which will tie in as well. But I drove up to my house and I happened to take a look at my sago palms. Now, I have a love-hate relationship with these things, mostly hate. I, I really don't like them. Um, but I have three of them in my front drive. And there's a small one, a medium, and a large. And they're that way because of the other trees in my front yard. So, of course, the, the more tree cover, the smaller, because they haven't gotten as much sun to be able to grow. And I hadn't really been paying attention to these things. I mean, with the freeze that we had, uh, they froze. I had the my lawn guys come and cut off all the fronds. And then all of a sudden, I saw these little baby ones popping up. And I just got frustrated. And I thought, you know what? I'm just not even going to think about it. And the same thing happened with my other trees. I ended up having to get a really big palm tree out of my backyard cut down because it died. And if it had fallen during hurricane season, I mean, it would have taken my house out. And then my front trees had some significant damage. One of them was really almost all of the branches were dead. And I hadn't even paid attention to that either. And so as I drove in my driveway this weekend, I was like, wait, what happened? And and if you want to see it, you can see my post from Monday this week. You can see the pictures of the palms. They were literally nothing. And as I looked at these things, not only were those little baby ones that had fallen kind of by the trunk, I guess, started growing, but the tiniest one was fuller than I have ever seen it. I mean, it was like incredible. Now, we've also had a lot of rain, but this thing, I've never seen this thing look this way. And then the middle one, which again was dead, all the fronds were gone, but the little babies around it were growing. Now, all of a sudden it's full again, fuller than I've seen it. Not only that, but the biggest one, the one that had all of the sun, the one that was growing the biggest, uh, being the fullest uh, before the freeze, I really thought it was truly dead because nothing was happening with it. 
I'll be dead gum if that one doesn't have new fronds coming out of the center. And so I was like, well, you know what the old folks used to say, you ain't dead yet. I guess that's true. And what hit me was even looking at my other trees in my front yard, the one that I had to take some, a lot of branches off, it has got so much new growth that you wouldn't know other than looking at it, that it was dying or dead or that it had been damaged. And the same thing is happening in my garden, this garden that has taken off, right? I really, the thing I did for this garden, I wanted cucumbers. I've been into, really into cucumbers lately and I wanted some cucumbers and I wanted some strawberries. Those were the two things that I wanted. But what did I buy? I bought cucumbers, I bought strawberries, I bought basil and mint and peppermint and oregano and lavender and bell peppers, red bell peppers, green bell peppers, candy cane bell peppers, okra, you know, chili pepper. I bought all this stuff, right? I went crazy, which is why I'm on restriction from gardening places right now. And so I've been in this gardening thing and it, it gets me out into the sun. Um, there's a reason there's a tree in my logo. There's something about trees that just rejuvenates me. That first breath in the morning when you look up at the trees and realize that there are many, many things that are bigger than you. Um, and that life, that first breath and how amazing trees are, the way they rejuvenate and renew. And I've been having to really pay attention to this and pruning and when does it grow? When does it not grow? And mushrooms and fungus and all of this kind of stuff. And this weekend I had to not only sell those sago palms like growing that I thought were dead, but I actually had to dig up a couple of pepper plants because they were damaged. They just weren't going to be able to, to live in the environment. I had to dig up a cucumber plant that just wasn't going to make it. The other ones I'm trying to hold on to because it seems like they're getting fruit, although the fruit doesn't look great either, but I'm not giving up on them yet. And everything else is fine, right? The flowers are blooming and all this kind of stuff. But it really got me to thinking that whole idea of you ain't dead yet. We go through these times when we're waiting for something to happen. And if it doesn't happen when we want it, we give up or we say that wasn't it. And the reality is there are some things that just aren't meant for us. But if it's meant for you, it will happen. If it's meant to come to fruition, it will. But there's also such a thing as time. There's such a thing as readiness. You know, things show up for us when we're ready. We hear the messages we need to hear when we're ready. When we prepare and that opportunity shows up and we take the stand and, and move in courage to just seize the opportunity, even in fear, that happens when we are prepared and when we're ready. And in looking at these Sago palms and how they're growing, after that apocalypse, snowpocalypse, they just weren't ready yet. And then we have all this rain and we have had some sun, but so much rain and they were left alone. I didn't have anything to do with them. Nothing. I was just leaving them completely alone. Now my garden's a little bit different, right? I seem to be messing with it all the time. But things that I've left alone seem to grow. Things that I've paid attention to also seem to grow. And so how do we make that balance of really getting clear on what it is we want and where we're going and more importantly, why? Because if you focus on the why, then the journey can change. The direction can change. But if you're ultimately going to that same destination, those detours are simply that. It's simply additional information you can make a decision about. It's simply maybe a little turn that's going to get you closer or may take you on a detour around, but there's something you need to learn in that detour that prepares you for the ultimate goal. How do we 
get really comfortable with not knowing the path and not knowing the future. I talk about this all the time, you know, with my therapist and I, I love her. And, you know, that idea that we can't know the future. We can't know it. And for those of us who are control freaks and like to plan, proper prior planning prevents poor performance. That not knowing is difficult. But it's also important to know you ain't dead yet. There is time to do it. There's so many things that I want to get done, that I want to move in my business, that I want to do to serve all of you. And some of those to serve myself, you know, getting my Spanish back, getting my French back, getting some things moving. And I said to myself this week, I said, well, you keep saying you're gonna, you keep saying you're gonna, why don't you just do? Now, part of that, we also have to manage because we tend to beat ourselves up about the things we're not doing. And sometimes if we're in that dorsal state, right, we're doing the best that we can to just function. So we do have to give ourselves some grace. But if there's something that we want to do, then what are we doing to be in action to make it happen? Because we can believe for something. We can pray for something. We can manifest something. We can believe for something. But we also have to be in action. And then we have to be willing to see that thing show up, maybe in a different package, in a different form, in a different time than we were initially expecting. But we ain't dead yet. So we have to keep moving. We have to keep moving because you never know what's going to blossom out of that dormant state. Some things just go to ground because it's not their season. You know, my one of the first plants that really bloomed in my garden was spinach. This spinach was amazing. Like I didn't even think about growing spinach from seeds and it just went full bore. What I didn't do was my research that said spinach is really a fall plant. And so it started dying. Well, it's hot here. And it was way past the fall when I decided to do this gardening thing. So I ended up losing my spinach. But now I know I'll be planting my spinach in the fall. And I'm excited to have that abundant growth of, of spinach. It's the same thing with our businesses. I was recently introduced to a woman who does some coaching for specifically for black women. She puts these cohorts together. And I'm so excited about that because one of the things that I have been really wanting is to get engaged and involved with the mastermind um, with and for and surrounding myself with black women, black men, women who are doing amazing things. And so I was introduced to this woman through someone else, through my business partner for Empowerment Village. And she's like, you know, you got to talk to this woman. I wish I could, but I'm not a black woman. So you got to do it. And I ended up talking to this woman and we just connected. And once we connected and I decided I'm in, I'm doing this thing with her, that tape started playing. Man, I can't believe I didn't find her earlier. Why didn't I do this earlier? Blah, blah, blah. And I had to stop because I wasn't ready earlier. And everything that I've done beforehand prepared me for this. What I've learned, what I've learned about what I want, what I've gotten clear about in terms of where my business is going to go, in terms of what I want and how I want to serve, not where everyone else thinks my genius is. Standing in that confidence, still having those moments, because we will have those, but being really clear about what that journey is. And because I'm more clear, being able to seek out the support and the drive and the, the accountability that I need and being able to be in a place where I can be truly transparent with this person. I mean, this was a really raw conversation. I was very clear about the fact that, look, there's some things that I'm really working on in this business around success being tied to pain for me. 
success being tied to pain. And I'm probably not the only one out there. Raise your hand if success is tied to pain for you. I'm sure I'm not the only one out there that has that connection where those neurons have connected to success to pain. I was extremely successful in my corporate career and learned a lot and have some amazing friendships and connections from that. And that work is what has enabled me to be where I am now. But it was painful. I lost me. I gained a lot of weight. I lost my health. I lost my sanity in some cases. I mean, the trauma from corporate America, especially for people of color and in particular black women is real. And so for me, I didn't realize it until through this therapy thing that when I think about success, I think about the pain. I think about not having time. I think about not sleeping on Sunday nights. I think about communicating with people. And, and even though you're operating in integrity, people just putting stuff on you that's just not real and not true. And so subconsciously, I'm connecting this success to pain. And so while I have goals for my business, there was this underlying current that was preventing me from really stepping into my genius because subconsciously I was connecting success to pain. And I talked about this with this person. There's also this accountability partner piece in it. And I talked to her honestly about that. Accountability for me often shows up as judgment from some really crazy places, right? Some things that I've experienced over my life. And so it's not about not being accountable because I hold myself accountable a lot, probably to a fault sometimes. But having someone else kind of be that accountability partner has often showed up as judgment for me. And that's how it feels. And so I was just very transparent about that. You know, that's going to be a really key piece for me. And I don't know how that's going to play. And it's going to be really important that, you know, this this accountability relationship kind of works because this is a pain point for me. And the way this person understood and listened, and I've been doing this long enough to know and been on the side of being sold stuff long enough to know when someone is just selling you and when someone is genuinely showing up with your best interest because they know that by them being able to serve you where you are, that's truly about how they continue to serve and how they build their business. So this is not an inauthentic conversation that we're having. And so I knew by talking to this person that my being really transparent and standing in that actually is going to make this a much greater, more, more in-depth experience for me. And it is showing up at the time that I need it because I ain't dead yet. And while there's been a period of time that has been so difficult and so hard and so trying, not only the pandemic, but all the stuff that came with the pandemic, right? For many of us, what's positive in all of that is that willingness to, to surrender, that willingness to go back and say, I want to be the woman God intended me to be, and I am willing to be uncomfortable to become her. I want to be the woman God intended me to be, and I am willing to be uncomfortable to become her. And through that, when I looked at this situation and I looked at this opportunity, because luck is when preparation meets opportunity, I am prepared to take this leap. I'm prepared to learn everything that this person can teach me and to connect with these other women in a way that I don't connect with a lot of people because connections for me, I've also realized that I'm just not interested in making 4 million deep connections with people. That's not where I am. What I want to do is be able to connect with the few people who really need me and need how I can serve them. And I want to serve them fully and with full heart and with full energy. I don't need or want 
40 million followers of people I have no idea who they are. Now, don't get me wrong, that's great. If I can, if one little thing I can say can impact one of those 40 million or all 40 million, that's fantastic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying people aren't valuable. What I'm saying is connections for me are deeper than that. A connection is really about service. A connection is about being able to be authentic and and helpful for a person and meeting them where they are so that they hear what they need because being a leader is about the other person. It's not about you, at least for me. That's what servant leadership is. It's about showing up and being present and being able to deliver something that someone else needs for them to be able to understand and, and believe who they are, where they are, what they want and what they need to do to get there. So as you go out this week, the one thing I want you to remember is you ain't dead yet. And there's so much stuff still to be done. And there's so many lessons to be learned in what we're doing every day. One, give ourselves some grace. Give ourselves some space to just be. Understand that polyvagal theory. You know, there's sometimes you're going to be in dorsal and you're just just trying to not stay in bed all day. And then there's going to be times when you're in that fight or flight mode where you're in frenzy, but you're not necessarily thinking clearly, but you're, you're getting stuff done, but it still didn't feel quite off, quite on. And then there's going to be that place when you're really in ventral, when you are in the zone, you're in your zone of genius, you're in pure joy and peace. And we try to hang on to that and latch onto that as long as we are. And as long as we are in there. And we also try to give ourselves some space to accept and love ourselves and others when we're not there, when we're in that fight, flight, freeze or faint mode, because we all go through that. And we move through all of that multiple times a day, if you're me. But that's also how we can show up for other people so that they see what's possible because we all need to see what's possible in someone else. That's why those of us who are serving others also need to go out and seek people to help us because none of us gets through this alone. None of us gets through this alone. So give yourself some grace this week. Understand that you ain't dead yet. What can you do next? How can you serve someone else? Because sometimes if we can't serve ourselves, if we can't figure out what's going on with us by going out and serving someone else, it takes our brain into a different space, takes our emotion into a different space. And then we're able to get back to putting our mask on first so we can even serve bigger and better. So I wish for you great, great, great revelation this week. Great insight this week. Great awareness. What's in your driveway? What's in your garden? What do you need to prune? What do you need to sow? What can you look up at and say, man, I did that. And I'm going to go share this with someone else. Thank you for tuning in to the Rutless Perspective this week. You guys are just phenomenal. We are, and I am so appreciative of everything and that you do to support the show and to support the podcast and to just be here. And we are at, I think, 6,000 downloads now. So, um, and you are a part of that, each and every one of you. So thank you to all of my listeners, all of my downloaders, all of my subscribers. If this has said something to you, I would really appreciate it if you would share it, if you would pass it on to someone else that you think could use it. If you will subscribe, give us a review. We're on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, uh, Amazon Music. We're just about everywhere. So wherever you get your podcast, I would be honored and humbled if you would take some time to listen to the Rutless Perspective podcast. I'll be interviewing some people again starting next week. Um, so you'll see some great uh, guests coming on who will share some insight with you. Also tune into the radio show. Would love to have you there Tuesday mornings, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Time live streaming on my Facebook page at The Rutledge Perspective and on LinkedIn, laurel-k-rutledge. So you can see me and hear me and I love to hear your comments and love to engage with you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being you. Remember to surrender. It's all gonna happen when it's supposed to and when you're ready. Take care. You have been listening to The Rutledge Perspective podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutler's Perspective podcast, please pass it along.